Warning, the following podcast, which contains strong language and mature content, is unsuitable for children or for the faint of heart. The subject matter discussed will be frightening and graphic in nature. Listener discretion is advised. When you want to hear about the paranormal, you get the spooked girls. True crime that makes you hypothermal with the three spooked girls. Stabby snippets will give you dreams. Taryn Jessica will make you. Along with the spooked girls Bring on the slaughter We on that haunted ground The three spooked girls Hey there, spooksters, and welcome to the last listener episode of 2021. (gasps) It is I, your co-host Jessica, and as always, I am joined by my gasping friend Tara. (laughs) Hi, spooksters. It's the last episode period for 2021 for the feet, the main feet. This is true. Oh, this is true. We made it another year. Wow. I know. (laughs) It's crazy. (laughs) Oh, I can't even. All right. (laughs) Well, we have some great stories for you today. If you want your story read on the podcast, like these individuals. All you have to do is submit the story to our email, which is threespookedgirls at gmail.com. That's threespookedgirls at gmail.com. And we will be happy to read it. From time to time, we get big influxes. So if it's not read right away, just probably because we've had a lot, but we look forward to getting them and reading them and sharing them with our other spookster family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you'd like to hang out with us on social media, you can do so by going to Three Spooked Girls on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. That's our handle, Three Spooked Girls. If you want to hang out with us in our really fun Facebook group, that is Three Spooked Girls Official. Lots of fun things happen in there, and our mods keep things flowing, and we get a lot of like, I don't know, there's some really good memes and debates that happen, like respectfully. Mm-hmm. There hasn't been too many like heated conversations but we really really like it and kind of the atmosphere that has been built in there and that's because of you guys and the content that you share with us and then the content that we do this year we didn't do secret santa but we did do secret satan so that's something we do every year just kind of like fun different things so it's definitely worth a check out if you're on the facebook you can you know hang out with us. If you want to support the show, you can do so by heading over to patreon.com backslash three spooked girls. Little as a dollar gets you an extra episode each month. Five and up get video content. And we just, you know, there's a lot of fun things going on there. If you like the patron selects we do and you want to have a dedicated episode that starts at our $10 tier, go check it out. It's really fun. And, you know, Tara's been like killing it with her haunted grounds. The last couple of months, she's kind of changed it up and it's been I think it's been pretty fun to like see the surprises that she has for us. So yeah, if you want to do that, go over to patreon.com backslash three weeks girls or check the show notes below for the link tree and you will be able to go there and check all that out. Now I'm going to hand it over to Tara and she's going to read us our first story of the evening for us, daytime for you, whenever, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
All right. So my first story comes from Skelly. If you are all caught up on listeners encounters, you have probably heard some of their stories because they've sent a few. So Skelly writes, hi again, girls. This is Skelly again. In real time, I just listened to the September Spookster encounters and I was the first one read. Oh my goodness. I almost passed out in excitement because to be honest, I had forgot I even submitted a story. So it absolutely made my day. Thank you. You're welcome. Thinking about this podcast of y'all's did get me thinking, should I share some of my other stories? Well, yeah, you should, friend. (laughs) If you're out there and you're like, I've shared a story and I have more and I don't know if I should share more, always share Mm -hmm. more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. So their story this time starts. This story is about a male ghost. I call him Fred because I think Fred is a cute name. I don't think Fred is the one who pushed me into my pillow, though. My first story. Fred gives me (laughs) vibes. Fred gives me vibes of a nice man. The first time I saw him, I was actually in the shower. Out of all the places, why here? (laughs) Fred is a peeper. (laughs) I was washing off when I saw the shadow of a man through the curtain. I thought it was my stepdad playing around with me when I called out his name and asked why he was in there. I started mocking him saying, I see you. Pranks don't work when people can see you. (laughs) Ha ha. But the shadow turned around and I could tell it was looking in my direction. After a second, I knew it wasn't my stepdad, so I somehow got the idea to have an actual backbone. (laughs) I got the idea to have an actual backbone and confront Fred. I yanked open the shower curtain, but there wasn't anyone there. I felt like, (laughs) sorry, I'm just like, all these reactions is like what I would be having. It's amazing. (laughs) I felt like my soul fell out of my mouth in that moment. If I had to envision what I thought Fred would look like, I would guess a young man, kind of short, in a gray suit with a top hat. What in the hell is with ghosts having top hats messing with you? Honestly. The freaking hats. <laughs> I wonder if they were just really uncomfortable and so people died wearing them and were just pissed. Possibly. All eternity. This thing on my head. <laughs> Fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I think Fred just liked to play around with me. I still somehow managed to see the shadow of Fred in the corner of my eye some days, but I think he had left me alone. This is just when I met Fred, but I still have many stories of Fred and me. I'm 97% sure the house I live in is haunted, so there is never a dull moment. If you want more stories, I can send more. It feels nice when people don't think you have an overreactive imagination. Thanks for reading. If you do read this, love you too. Stay safe. Yes! Uh, Tell us more Fred adventures. (laughs) Yes. I'm down. Mm -hmm. The Adventures of Fred. Yes. Our next listener's story comes from Stormy. Stormy writes, My first job was at a mortuary my junior year of college, and I was 19 in 2016, and I loved it. I'm 24 now and actually got rehired when I start back on November 1st. But back to the story, it was a Saturday, and my coworkers and I were at a graveside service. I was alone in the mortuary, and I wasn't scared, but I kept hearing noises and whispers. All I could do was to... Th- <laughs> so I read ahead. I chuckled. All I could do was th- all I could think was to punch a corpse in the face and, and dip, but thankfully it wasn't necessary. <laughs> <laughs> I just have this like vision of like the corpse sitting up and she punches it. Pew. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's funny. Okay. Not too much a story, but I thought you guys might like it. I love it. It's great. There is an oh, update. Oh. So they submitted that on October 28th. So they started the first. And so on November 21st, they submitted an extra part, which is that it's been three weeks and I heard banging coming from the back, the embalming room. My coworker who was in the office right next to me didn't hear anything. And I hope it was just another coworker trying to get in from the back entrance. 
Also, the front doorbell goes off even when there's no one there or once families have already come inside. And doesn't this look like the entrance of a basement from The Conjuring? I don't know if there's a picture attached, but... Oh, I'll go back through the emails and look. I'm sure there is. Some We do get pictures sometimes and attachments. But. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't see it right now, Stormy, but maybe when we find it, I will. Much love to Kate, Tara, and Jessica. It takes a family and a village to make magic happen, and you guys have certainly done it. Stay spooked. Well, thank you. Thanks. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. We talk about BetterHelp a lot on this show, and this month we're discussing some of the stigmas around mental health. For example, some people think you have to wait until things are unbearable to go to therapy, but that isn't true. Therapy is a tool to utilize before things get worse, and it can help you avoid those lows. We've also been taught that mental health shouldn't be a part of normal life, but that's wrong too. We take care of our bodies with the gym, the doctor, and nutrition. We should be focusing on our minds just as much. As you guys know, Jessica and I have both told y'all that we are in therapy ourselves. We use it to keep our mental health in check and so we can make sure we're always in a good place. We are firm believers that it is a part of our mind's maintenance. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you could be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and 3 Spook Girls listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash SpookedGirls. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash SpookedGirls. It is the time in the episode for us to do shout outs and say thank you to our newest patrons and those who may have increased during the month of December. Thank you to Olivia, Shannon, Abby, Whitney, Latia, Michelle, Marsha, and Michael. Thank you all so, so much for supporting the show. We truly could not do this without you. And we really, really hope that you like all the bonus content over there. I love it. All right. So my other story of the episode comes from Dallas. Dallas writes, this story is go- is ongoing at the moment, so bear with me. Small note, I've always been followed around by spirits, apparitions, ghosts, whatever you want to call them, so I have some prior experience. About three-ish months ago, me and my friend moved into this fairly old, semi-rundown apartment. But there was, and still is, some weird feeling in the apartment, almost mischievous. It started with our TV randomly turning on, even though no one is in the room, then cabinets opening, and finally the lights in my bedroom constantly flickering, even though we replaced the light bulbs six times and have gotten the wires checked out. They just fucking with you. It's fine. (laughs) Since my room has the most paranormal activity, I learned that ghosts like to speak in Morse code. Apparently his name is Henry, he's eight, and died due to being murdered. This is just the tip of my ghostly encounters. So my childhood home has always been a bit sketchy, and according to the landlord, the previous owners mysteriously vanished, like their existence was completely erased, causing some odd things to happen. It was so bad that you might you might as well call it the Borden House 2.0, but that's not the point. <laughs> the most common thing that would happen would be footsteps whenever I'm home alone. The TV would turn on and off at random points in time, chairs would be pulled out, bed sheets ripped off, and sorts of other normal paranormal shit. Oh, so you get all the things. <laughs> but the worst things would always happen in the far right room on the top floor, aka my room, and in my closet. 
I had a trap door that led to the attic, but as the years went by, I was curious what was in the attic. Insulation? Birds? We had a lot of birds in the attic? Paranormal trauma? So around my 12th birthday, I couldn't take it anymore. I opened the trap door and a cool breeze rushed out from the chilly fall air outside. I turned on my flashlight and swung it around, illuminating the dim attic. Taking a deep, dust-filled breath, I continued to look around, but I noticed the attic seemed to be bigger than the actual house. Note, I had memorized the dimensions of the house. I don't know why, but I did. As I walked, I heard... (laughs) I just think that's cute. (laughs) As I walked, I heard the old floorboards creaking beneath my feet. As I was a little ways away from the trap door, I heard a very young voice start to whisper. The voice was so quiet, I could barely hear it. The first mistake I made was not turning back after hearing the spine-chilling whispers, but I continued on as I was walking. Something darted past my peripheral vision, and it freaked my 12-year-old brain the absolute fuck out. Uh, It would freak out my 30-year-old brain. (laughs) Right. Age doesn't matter. (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) After I calmed down from the scare, I pushed on, becoming more paranoid with each step. But then I heard a loud thump. I whipped around looking for the source, but all I saw was a dusty old book that seemed to fall, and there were no shelves for the book to fall from. I didn't want to touch it, but an odd force seemed to make me reach towards it and pick up the book. It felt rough and worn, like it was constantly used. After I picked up the book, my flashlight started to flicker, so I got the fu- <laughs> so I got the fucking hell out of that attic and took the book with me. What? No, goodbye book. Uh, I would not bring that. Right. When I got back into my closet, I set the book on my shelf. Something deep down in me really, really wanted me to read it, but I forced myself not to. The book sat on my shelf for years, and the whole time there was this nagging voice in the back of my head to open it, and I finally decided to give in, and when I opened it, I saw that the book was really a diary. I started to read the entries, and as soon as I started reading, the power went out. My paranoia kicked in, and I set the book down once again. When I read the book, it released something, and I wasn't about to find out what it was. Thankfully, the next week, our family moved out of the house. I left the book there, but the diary and a small child with a off-white dress kept appearing to me in my dreams and as apparitions. I've named the child Haley, and she still follows me around to this day. Oh, I like it has a name. Yeah. Okay, so our final story for the evening comes from Sarah. Sarah writes, Hey guys, let me just start off with I love your show. It's the only thing that keeps me sane when I'm charting on night shift. I recently started working at a small hospital in BFE Appalachia. When I first started, people would make jokes that one of the rooms was haunted. I have personally never been one to really look into paranormal activity because I'm a firm believer and I can't fucking fight what I can't see. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I leave the ghosties. <laughs> Sarah wrote, said in the best Jack Sparrow voice I can manage. I cannot make a good Jack Sparrow, so I'm going to try <laughs> But basically, so I leave the ghosties alone. I work night shift. And like I said, I've been in the hospital for a few months and I've had no weird things or no weird feelings or seen anything. And if I have, I probably brushed it off from being tired until last night. Oh, my God. It's a fresh story for Sarah. (laughs) I was walking down the hall and past the room that my coworkers had previously talked about. The room was vacant and the door was open. When I walked by, I saw something large and black crawling across the floor. Oh, no. Sorry, I just stopped no. being gay. No, 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 no. <laughs> I stopped dead in my tracks and had this incredibly eerie feeling. I immediately started walking as fast as I could down to the nurse's station. I sat down and started charting, but my mind kept straying back to the room and what happened. I swear my heart was beating so fast, I was surprised I didn't look like a cartoon character. I'm just visualizing like the heart like <laughs> pumping out of the chest. Mm-hmm. 
I didn't tell anyone because the last thing I need is for people I work with to think I'm batshit crazy. I mean, technically, they told you first. So I think you would have been okay. Facts. I tried to pass it off as just me being tired from a long shift, but nope. That weird what the fuck feeling just didn't leave. Around 5 a.m., after some strange bout of courage, I decided to walk into the room and act like I was borrowing one of the pulse oximeters or something, just hoping to prove that I'm, I'm actually crazy and seeing things. As soon as I get close to the room, I start getting the what the fuck is wrong with me feeling in my stomach. But of course, my dumb ass was trying to prove a point to absolutely no one and <laughs> and I'm no one to back down from a challenge. As soon as I walk into the room, one of the monitors turns on, like straight up turns on. I should run, right? Nope. My fight or flight absolutely disabled and I'm standing there like a teenage girl in a horror film with the audience telling her dumb ass to run. <laughs> <laughs> As I'm standing there, I see something move in the corner of my eye and I have this feeling that someone is staring at me. Not like casual glance, but glaring at me. I finally get the courage to turn my head and look where I thought I saw something. But of course, once I turned my head, there was nothing there. That feeling that someone was glaring at me has yet to go away. Oh, no. And it felt like something breezed across my face. Oh, no, my face. You guys can't see right now, but I literally was like covering my face. I was like, no, touch me. (laughs) Finally, something kicked in my brain to fucking move my feet and I noped right the fuck out of there. Good. good. I have no idea what happened in the room, but you can bet your ass I'm not going back in there. Please don't. <laughs> I mean, take Zach Baggins with you. Take someone. Don't go in there by yourself. Oh, my God. What if a patient was in there? I mean, that's better than a ghost. <laughs> no, but like, what if like you had a patient in there like that you had to take care of and there was the ghost in there, oh, too? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Right? No, like, so you had to go in. It sounds scary. I mean, I feel bad for the patient, too. <laughs> right? What if it doesn't bother the patients? I'm like, oh, my gosh. I swear, like, hospitals are a hub because, mm-hmm. like, when I was in the hospital, there were, I definitely, there were feelings of, like, people being around me mm. that weren't around me if you get my drift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that's going to wrap up our final episode for 2021. It's been oh. a hell of a year for us. You know, we hit some really big milestones and, you know, we are absolutely just blown away where the pod has gone and continues to go. And we will see you back here in 2022. Bye, guys. Bye. Three,